0: Good evening, everyone. Kira namaskar, greetings. Thank you so much for joining me. So today was the birthday of my little daughter, Isabel Komogiti. Many memories came back to me of of her birth, and it was wonderful because our friend Latika, who was there also at the birth, called this morning. So we recounted the story of of very briefly of, how, of, of her birth. For me, it was a very beautiful day and also a challenging day as well. And that's because of the circumstances. So tonight I really just wanted to talk a little bit about what I've learned in this three years, just a little bit, um, being co-mother to her. Firstly, I want to say that no matter how much I love her, and feel totally responsible for her, no matter how much I realise I can't protect her from things that are in life. So, for example, um, when Isabel was just five months old, my relationship with um, Kavita ended. This wasn't wasn't my choice, and so I was in a lot of pain. On the other hand, it was also she was surrounded by so much love my love, Kavita's love, the love of the people here at the Farm Deity for example, and people who are um, who are here now and who were there before, and the animals and the plants and the trees and just being on the farm, you know, the environment is is very beautiful and it's, it's very uplifting. There's always Kirtan meditation going on, there's um, service going on, so she was surrounded by that kind of atmosphere as well. so the second thing I learned also was that how to love unconditionally. I had never experienced this kind of love before. this complete unconditional love. Um, I think with with partners it's it can be unconditional, but not always. with a child, there's this feeling like of being able to sacrifice things which I wouldn't have thought of before like before it was about my dreams my this my that um as well as other people's it was it was a combination but with a child it's a different kind of love it's her needs come first as much as possible they come first and the third thing i've really learned is that since she was born there's never been a way that i could force her (laughs) Even if I'd like to, you know, eat this, eat that, or do this, I can't force her into anything. I can, you know, talk to her about things, but basically she's very determined. And so she will be what she will be. And certainly she's surrounded by music, yes. And also we've been giving her this ear training called Nural since she was born. So I, I think this will have, I believe... According to research, this will have a very positive effect on her, not only musically, but also in terms of language, um, among other things. So she's surrounded by music. Uh, She has a very good sense of rhythm. I can see that already. She has a really strong voice, (laughs) which is great. Um, She has an incredible pitch range, which is amazing. So that's there. But I wouldn't say that it's because of, of... of me necessarily. she Will she be more influenced by her genetic makeup or by her environment? It's very hard to tell. I just know that she's her own little being and she'll be whatever she really wants to be. And we will always encourage any, any interest that she has. My job is just simply to support her in every way I possibly can, to give her everything of um, every kind of support that I can, and so much love, as much as possible, as much as I can. That's my role. And whether she reciprocates or not, um, that's not up to me. It's, that's her little self. I know that I love her. And she <laughs> she can, um, she's, it's her choice what happens, what, what, how, she ex- how she feels, how she expresses that love. So, yeah, I just wanted to say a few things about that. Certainly, she's inspired me creatively. I have the next album coming up, Unity House, for quite a few of the songs on that album are inspired by her, which is really lovely. It's a new perspective. And I know many other musicians who've um, been deeply inspired by the birth of a child. I remember the interview with Morgan Davies, for example, um, I remember him telling me that, that the birth of his child was very deeply inspiring to him because it just touches the heart in a way that I haven't experienced before. So it is truly a, a blessing and a gift in my life and uh, she will be what she will be showered with so much love and she's had her cha- she has had her challenges and no doubt will continue to have her challenges in life. My hope and desire is that whatever pain she's seen and experienced and um, she will find ways, as we, as we have found ways, resolve that, to live together um, peacefully and as much as possible, to be an example of, of generosity, of love and of devotion. I talk to her most days about my loving relationship with my Guru, I let her know um, what it can be like to have this deep and loving relationship with one's own divinity and the divinity in others. And she listens. She's really open. She really listens. And uh, no doubt there'll be some questions. She sometimes asks, you know, why, why do we meditate? Or who's Barbara and where's Baba? She asks these questions and I answer them as best as I can. Um, my um, take on this is just to be as honest as possible. And then, of course, she makes up her mind about what she wants to do in her life. Yeah, not to whitewash things, but to be honest. Sharing true feelings and, and letting her see my true feelings also. At the same time, um, if those feelings are really difficult to let her see that, for example, her parents do care for each other we do we do say we're sorry when we need to and we do the very best that we can as i'm sure most parents do so that's my thoughts on the subject for today and thank you so much for listening and talking even everyone Kiola namaskar joshana here again as i didn't get a chance to post uh, this this podcast i just thought i would add to it and um and there's a few things that I forgot to share that that are really important um, regarding my inspiration. I want to say that one of the most important things that led me to creating the Ketan Academy was was Isabel. You know, when I came back from New Zealand after um, we had been over there to visit my family, I sort of, it was a really good reality check for me. And I came back and I just realized that if i want to really take care of my daughter i really needed to empower myself and and to do that i needed to do what i really really loved and so I looked around at all the resources that I'd gathered over the many years of my uh, musical career. I put the Kirtan Guitar booklet up on Amazon and I drew together um, some of the albums that I wanted to market. been very productive over these many years. I have more than 30 albums that I've recorded over the years and yet I never had the, um, the motivation to... Um, to really stick it out and work out the marketing side of things. I still haven't worked that one out very well, but I'm at least I'm I'm working on it because I believe that there's people out there who love the same kind of music as I do and that I have something to offer. But what I really wanted to say was that without having Isabel, you know, and feeling that love and responsibility, I would never have initiated this, this Ketan Academy, for example. Uh, by instigating this i pull together so many of my resources my research my observations my experience to be able to share with others and in this way empower myself and um, and hopefully empower others and the more i do it the more i realize that i really do want to do it i really do i look around and i see and I hear the ketan that's being played out there and I know that there's huge amounts that we can do to really improve our experience of ketan and to really develop it as a genre and to give it the, the respect that it deserves. I know that it's very recent in the West, but it's not recent in India and it's got huge amounts to teach us and as well as we can contribute so much through our own musical experience we have I said I've said a few times now, we've got the third course coming up on April the fifth, which is in just a day or two. I'm very inspired to give this this course. It's the last of its kind because I want to move out into the public realm with this course and I want to um, adapt it in such a way that it's more inclusive that I want to adapt the content to make it more more suitable for the public. There's huge amounts more to to share, especially regarding Rāri Ketan. So that's why it's the last of its kind. also want to experiment w- with different formats. I love this format with this, you know, the intensity of the seven days. It really is transformative because of the energy that gets built up over those seven days. You want to connect with people in other parts of the world. The The times are very tricky, so... I need to be more adaptable in that way also. Also, I want to share with you a part of a song that is going to be in Unity House 4. It's the lyrics of this song were written in my mother's poetry book and they ended up, we put them on her gravestone. These lyrics, I think they're from the Bible, but I'm not really sure, but they touched her very deeply and they were written on on a page where she was talking about her brother, her brother's love, and how she feels for him and then she wrote this this phrase she he who abides in love abides in god and god in her she wrote it there my uncle was a um uncle restore he was he was a methodist minister and they were very close and so she wrote that remembering him so yeah i'm going to sing a, a verse or two of that for you so thank you so much for listening and um uh, Just to remind you, if you're interested in doing the last course, this third course, please um, check out the link below. And I look forward to talking again with you tomorrow night. Good night.
1: i